Hey guys, and welcome to the Family Business Indaba podcast. We are the voice of African family business, promoting generational wealth and generational legacies. And my name is Susan Tendi. And I am Nika Amani. And we're going to be taking you through the journey of African family business. Good morning, everyone. I'm sorry that we're running late a few minutes. It's the bad chairperson. <laughs> so sorry about that. Um, our next presenter is Hayden Aydakis. And um, Hayden is uh, always very modest, but Hayden uh, just finished his master's with us cum laude on uh, innovation in family, non-family SMEs. So we are delighted to have him on. Um, Hayden, um, we, we're really sitting on you to do a PhD, but Hayden says he's now tired of research. So Hayden, up to you. Um, if we're running out of time a little bit, any questions that the audience might have for Hayden, we will keep that until our panel discussion. So over to you, Hayden. Thank you very much, Prof. Fenter. Kind words as usual. Uh, good day to everybody. Can everybody hear me? Just let me know if you can't. Um, good day, everyone, and uh, thank you all for attending this session. My name is Hayden Hadaikis, as Prof said, and I'll be giving a brief overview of my research study that I conducted for my master's dissertation, and I completed it in January of this year. The study is broadly titled Innovation in South African Family and Non-Family SMEs, but it does have a few key focus areas which will be discussed as I go along. Okay, getting straight into it. The global economic and business landscape is constantly changing and evolving as technology becomes more advanced. Should businesses of all sizes fail to adapt to these changes, they could lose their competitive advantage and struggle to remain relevant in the market. Therefore, the concept of innovation has grown to become increasingly important for all businesses as a means to keep up to speed with market technological and economic developments. Innovation is a complex and multidimensional concept, but it can be simply defined as the introduction of a new or significantly enhanced product process, marketing technique, or organizational method into the internal structure and practices of a business. Various authors have stated that innovation provides the foundation for businesses to develop technological and competitive advantages and foster relationships that are difficult for competitors to replicate. This has been found to be the key for the success and prolonged survival of small and medium-sized enterprises, or SMEs. In addition, innovation has also been identified as a key driver of long-term economic growth and as a means to alleviate societal issues such as poverty and unemployment. Okay, various issues were identified that gave purpose to this study. Firstly, although family and non-family SMEs dominate the South African economy in terms of how abundant they are, as well as their GDP contributions, they still face alarmingly high failure rates. South Africa is said to have an estimated overall SME failure rate of around 70 to 80%, while only around 25 to 30% of family businesses are passed on to the second generation of the family. This has been found to be caused by various possible factors, and in these include a lack of innovation strategies in both family and non-family SMEs, which emphasizes the importance of adopting innovation into the business structure. Secondly, more research is being done on the topic of innovation. However, the concept is so vast that there are many research gaps that require more insights to complete our holistic knowledge on the topic. An example of this is that there has not been much focus placed on the specific factors that determine whether innovation is adopted by family or non-family SMEs operating in developed countries, and particularly on the African continent. Therefore, it was identified that more research is needed on the innovation activities and the determinants of innovation in a Southern African context in order to establish its importance in the local business landscape and validate it as a viable solution to help improve the poor success rates of these businesses. 
Finally, it has been discovered that very few existing studies have sought to compare the innovative differences between family and non-family businesses, while those that have have produced largely contradictive and inconclusive findings. For example, some researchers have found that family businesses are more innovative than non-family businesses, while others have found that the opposite is true. Therefore, given all these factors, the problem statement of the study was that little is known about the nature and extent to which innovation is utilized in local family and non-family SMEs, what factors influence innovation output, how innovation output affects financial performance, and whether innovation differences exist between South African family and non-family SMEs. After considering the gaps in literature and the overall problem statement, the following research objectives were set. The primary objective was to investigate the innovation practices of family and non-family SMEs in South Africa, as well as the influence of innovation output on perceived financial performance. The primary objective was achieved through various secondary objectives, such as to determine the relationships between the identified determinants of innovation and innovation output, to determine the influence that innovation output has on perceived financial performance, to establish which types of innovation constitute innovation output, to determine if there are any innovative differences between family and non-family SMEs, and finally, to investigate if certain selected demographic variables have an influence on the variables in the hypothesized relationships of the study. In order to achieve the study's objectives, a hypothesized model was developed based on existing literature. There are six independent variables that include financial resources, human resources and leadership, information and knowledge, entrepreneurial orientation, market orientation, and organizational culture. These six factors are the determinants of innovation that were investigated and hypothesized to influence the dependent variable of innovation output. Innovation output was then hypothesized to have a positive influence on the second dependent variable of perceived financial performance. After conducting a comprehensive literature review and formulating the hypothesized model, the variables under investigation in the study were contextualized. I won't go through all of them as that would take quite a while, but just to clarify, the conceptualization for the dependent variable of innovation output encompassed all four types of innovation so as to measure the types of innovation that were being carried out by the sampled family and non-family SMEs. These four types of innovation include product, process, organizational, and marketing innovation. Okay, moving on to the methodology used to undertake the primary research. The study was conducted in the positivist research paradigm and followed a deductive and quantitative approach. A cross-sectional survey strategy was used, which involved the use of a structured, closed-ended, and self-administered online questionnaire. The link to the questionnaire was distributed via email to possible respondents. The independent and dependent variables were measured with scales that were developed using a combination of self-generated items and existing scales from various existing studies. These scales then formed the basis of the operationalizations of the variables, as shown in the previous slide. The research population consisted of all family and non-family SMEs operating within South Africa. The techniques of convenience and snowball sampling were used to draw a sample of respondents that met the sample criteria and that were willing to participate. These methods were used due to the size of the study's geographical location and time constraints. To be considered for the, for the sample, the businesses would be required to be in operation for at least two years, employ between five and 250 full-time employees, and be represented by either an owner or a manager. Okay, moving on to the results of the study. A total of 224 usable responses were received, which were then used for statistical analysis with 144 being family SMEs and 80 being non-family SMEs. The non-family SME sample fell slightly short of the targeted 120 responses, which may have been due to COVID-19 or the fact that family businesses were in fact more abundant and more accessible at the time of the study. 
Most of the businesses were on the smaller side, with almost 40% of the respondents employing 5 to 10 employees. In terms of the businesses' ages, there was a fairly even spread between the years that the businesses had been in operation. And finally, the service industry was the most highly represented by the businesses in the sample. In order to test the validity of the scales, an exploratory factor analysis was performed on the data, with factor loadings of 0.4 or greater being considered to indicate validity. From the results of the EFA, the original six independent variables re-emerged as three new variables with, factors, with factor loadings above the required 0.4 minimum. They were renamed and their definitions were reformulated according to the items that loaded together. The scales measuring the new independent variables of innovation-orientated organizational culture, market orientation and response, and risk-orientated entrepreneurial orientation were also found to be reliable with Kronbach alphas above 0.7 calculated for all three. In terms of the two dependent variables, all of the items that were intended to measure each of them loaded together and the scales were found to be valid with adequate factor loadings. In addition, they were also found to be reliable with Kronbach alphas above 0.8. Therefore, these variables' names and definitions remained unchanged and the changes to the independent variables subsequently caused the hypothesized model and hypotheses to be changed accordingly as can be seen in the graphic above. The relationships between the determinants of innovation and innovation output were then calculated using Pearson's correlation coefficients. Notably, significant positive correlations were reported between all three of the independent variables, whilst each of the independent variables also reported strong positive relationships with innovation output. A strong positive correlation was also found between innovation output and perceived financial performance. Okay. Thereafter, a two-tailed uh, independent sample t-test was conducted to determine whether there was a significant difference in the perception of family and non-family SMEs concerning the three independent variables and the two dependent variables. It is interesting that this study, that this study found no significant differences in the innovation perceptions and practices between family and non-family SMEs. Thus, it can be deduced from the findings of the study that family and non-family SMEs in South Africa, in fact, do not differ when it comes to innovation. Thereafter, several one-way ANOVA tests were performed to verify the inclusion of the three selected demographic variables as control variables in the multiple regression analyses. These demographic variables were the size of the business, age of the business, and industry of operation. All three were found to have an influence on the variables in the study and were subsequently added to the MRA calculations. The new hypothesized relationships were then tested using two multiple regression analyses, the first MRA tested the relationship between the independent variables and innovation output. The results of this MRA corresponded with the Pearson's correlation coefficients and indicated the presence of a significant positive relationship between all three of the independent variables and innovation output, meaning that when these determinants of innovation are considered and adequately implemented by family and non-family SMEs, innovation outputs should increase. Thus, innovation-orientated organizational culture market orientation and response, and risk-orientated entrepreneurial orientation have been found to all influence the innovation outputs produced by family and non-family SMEs in South Africa, resulting in the first three hypotheses being accepted. Regarding the control variables, a significant positive relationship was only reported between business age and innovation output, suggesting that as businesses get older, they also get more innovative. The second MRA conducted also revealed that the presence of a significant positive relationship between innovation output and perceived financial performance. Therefore, the final hypothesized relationship was accepted, meaning that when innovation outputs are increased, perceived financial performance should improve as a result. This confirms that innovation does in fact influence the financial performance 
of family and non-family SMEs and validifies the important role that innovation plays in the business environment while also, provide, while also proving that it can assist SMEs gain a competitive advantage, which should improve their survival rate. In terms of the control variables, the only significant relationship found was negative and re- was reported between business size and perceived financial performance. Finally, to the, re- to the results of the EFA, all of the items intended to measure each of the four types of innovation loaded together onto the innovation output factor. This means that the respondents of the study view all four types of innovation simultaneously under the greater concept of innovation output. Therefore, it has been determined that product, process, organizational, and marketing innovation all constitute innovation output and play an important role in improving the competitive advantage of the business. Thus, as a business increases its innovation outputs, be it product, process, organizational, or marketing innovations, or a combination of these, the better it should ultimately perform, at least in financial terms. An important overall takeaway from this study is that existing and successful family and non-family SMEs all consider innovation as an important activity in their businesses. This is in line with existing research and could explain why they are still in operation while other businesses in the same market tend to fail. Finally, it is also important to note that financial resources do not seem to influence innovation much at all. With regard to the contributions of the study, A theoretical contribution has been made by expanding the existing body of literary knowledge on the complex concept of innovation. This is in general and from a South African context, particularly with regard to family and non-family SMEs. This has been done by filling various research gaps and providing clarity on some of the contrasting findings in existing studies and has been called for by contemporary researchers. In addition, the study has validified the importance of innovation in businesses and particularly in SMEs. A practical contribution has also been made by providing numerous practical recommendations to the managers and owners of both family and non-family SMEs for how they can improve the innovation output of their businesses and use this as a means to enhance their financial performance and ultimately their overall business success. Finally, the importance of innovation was expressed and why it is vital that all businesses make provisions to engage in innovation activities in order to enhance their financial performance and ensure that their business survives and flourishes. As is the case with all studies, several limitations were experienced that provide opportunities for future research. Firstly, the study focused on a limited number of internal determinants of innovation in SMEs. While these factors have been identified as important determinants in existing literature, innovation is ultimately affected by many other factors that weren't evaluated in the study, the impact of COVID-19 being an important one of these factors that has emerged. The relatively small sample size and unequal representation of family and non-family SMEs may have also provided slightly inconclusive results. So future research should aim to examine equal representations of each business form. Also, the sampling techniques used may have limited the study as they are associated with sampling bias and being less representative of the sample's population. Probability sampling techniques could provide beneficial sectional design of the surveys is another notable limitation. Future research could make use of smaller samples and a qualitative research design to conduct in-depth interviews and observations regarding the innovation behavior of family and non-family SMEs. The research should preferably be conducted over a long period of time, which could provide valuable insights. It may also be useful to repeat the study in other countries to identify how the determinants of innovation and the influence of innovation on financial performance can differ in different countries, particularly in Africa. Finally, future researchers also need to consider the dependent variable of innovation output used in the study, as other authors use various constructs, such as innovation capacity and innovation propensity.
thank you very much to everyone who came to the session. And if you have any questions, feel free to ask. Thank you. Thank you so much, Hayden. Uh, excellent presentation. So I'm not going to believe you again when you say you don't like to talk. Um, as you can see, well prepared and a very interesting study. Um, could I ask anybody that has a question for Hayden that you posted to Hayden um, during our panel discussion at 1230? Um, I can just make a remark, perhaps, Hayden, on the last point you had on the bullet. And that was, um, and I think Raymond is going to experience the same problem. And I also experienced that with William uh, that's working on innovation and that what should be the dependent variable. I think that was quite a challenge, um, as Hayden will know, that, um, you know, there are so many. And, and as um, uh, Raymond mentioned, it can be willingness, it can be ability, it can be whatever you put there. So um, many people also talk about innovation um, output, but they don't specifically call it that. They call it something else, but it's the same It's the same variable. So that's perhaps something we can discuss during the panel discussion uh, about, um, you know, what should be the, the dependent variable in the case of innovation studies in, in family businesses. But well done, Hayden, and you can relax for a little bit. And then um, I think let's post the questions 12.30 when we have the panel discussion. Thank you so much, everyone. We'll see you back on the next week. Perfect. Thank you, Prof. Thank you, everyone.